Hello everyone. Welcome back to the That Girl Guide. A funny story. I did not mean to publish my first episode. So I recorded it last Thursday, went to bed, woke up Friday morning and realized in shock that it was on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So you can imagine that I was, yeah, kind of frantic and stressed out, I guess. I don't know. I'd wanted people to proof, listen to it. I wanted to like even just edit it. I really just, that was not meant to happen, but it ended up totally working out and everyone was so nice and so supportive. So thank you. Today for my second ever episode, um, hopefully I don't accidentally publish it, but today I want to talk about caring versus not caring. You know, we hear all the time to just, who cares, and use that mindset. But then I think we also hear it's cool to care, or at least I hope we hear that, because I think that's so true too. And there's a time and place for both, and I love both of those mindsets, but they contradict each other. So I've found that sometimes I start caring when I shouldn't be caring. And I fail to care when I should be caring. If you're confused right now, because I just said caring 15 times, let me just kind of give an example. Think about a little, little annoyances that you have on typical days. Or maybe it's like it happens and you think, oh, today's one of those days. It's just one of those typical bad day things. So maybe it's having to park in the back of the parking lot there's not that many spots available and you're at the very back of the parking lot or maybe you had to like sleep on your hair when it was wet and so now it's all like crinkly and just gross maybe your mascara is clumpy I don't know it can be the randomest things and you just kind of care about them but then there's on the flip side where okay you got a parking spot at the front your hair looks good, your mascara went on smoothly. And those are, those are, they're opposites of each other, but we care about, I think, the little negative outcomes instead of the positive ones. You know, how often do you go to the grocery store and you think, ugh, why is the line so long? It's always so long. I hate how long this line is. But there's probably been Maybe even more times than not, you go to the grocery store and there's no one in the line. But you don't recognize, oh, yay, there's no one in the line. Instead, you recognize the negative of of the line song today. But if we are paying attention and caring about those little negative things, that's going to build up and make our life just sadder and more negative. But if we pay attention to the positive things, those are going to build up and make our life happier and more positive. So that's what I mean by this. We need to be careful in choosing when to care and when not to care. So choose not to care about the little negative things you find all the time. That maybe I'm a pessimist, maybe it's just me, but I really do think it is kind of human nature and just part of society that we all often find ourselves focusing on the little negatives. 
but then choosing to care about the little positives. Let yourself care about those. Sometimes the little negatives will build up and make it, yeah, a bad day. Um, a month or so ago, my I went grocery shopping. I come to my car and my car is dead. I'm like, sweet, I have all these groceries, you know, frozen stuff. It's melting, whatever. Thankfully, after like 30 minutes, my dad was able to leave work and come pick me up. I had just been sitting in my car for 30 minutes. He comes, picks me up because all the parking spots around me were full still. I just, he couldn't, he couldn't jump it. So he picks me up and the groceries up. And later that night, we decide to go back. We get back to the grocery store that night and I get out of the car and realize that I had forgotten to bring the keys to my car. So we drive back to our house, get a set of keys, get back to the grocery store. I try and unlock it and realize that I grabbed a pair of keys that is dead because I have like a push to start car. So now we have to get back in the car, drive back to my house and get the other pair of keys drive back it unlocks we're trying to jump it we cannot jump it it is not turning back on and so we just spent probably an hour and a half driving around trying to jump this for it to not even wake up to get charged again and Tip, and I want to say typically, but my dad's a really busy guy. And usually if he wasted an hour and a half of his life on a Monday night, he might be kind of annoyed and I would get that. But he wasn't. Instead, he chose to not care about the hour and a half that he just spent trying to fix a car and he didn't even end up fixing it. And instead, he just chose to care. Okay, I got an hour and a half to spend with my daughter driving around. And so he chose to care about that. And it really, him doing that made me not care about either. I got to choose. Okay. I'm so lucky that I got to spend an hour and a half with my dad. I don't get that that often. Okay. And so when it comes to school, I'm kind of switching gears here, but I'm telling this story my entire life. I've kind of hated school. Not even the work homework part. I mean, I guess I don't really love that, but I've hated the social aspect of school. I've really struggled with it. And this past year, senior year, I've started to like it. And I was trying to figure out, I'm telling my friend, why is this year just different? I don't know what it is. And then I put my finger on it. I figured it out. There's this one kid and every time I see him or I think he does it to everyone he sees, he kind of acts like he hasn't seen you in years. He's just like, oh my gosh, like so excited to see you. And it rubbed off on me to where now every day I go to school and I see my friends and I'm like, oh my gosh, acting as I'm like, what are you doing here? But of course they're there. I see them every day. But getting excited to see them has made me more excited to go to school. So look for the moments where you can let yourself be excited about maybe the silliest of things of seeing your friends that you see every day. My friend the other day, 
somehow we were talking about like animals and what animal you'd like to have as a pet. I don't know. And she started talking about wolves and was like looking up wolves on her phone and started getting so excited about these wolves and looking at these pictures of them. I was like, guys, do you see this picture? Like freaking out. And we're all like, it's a wolf. <laughs> like calm down. But it actually made me so happy seeing that she was letting, looking at pictures of wolves and researching wolves make her happy. And again, that's such like a silly random thing. But looking for the random things, the sunsets, the getting a parking spot at the front of the parking lot and seeing your friends that you see every day and looking at pictures of wolves, finding those things are just going to make your life happier and better. So one time there was a sunset. And I, yeah, I love sunsets. I think everyone does. But every time I see one, I kind of act as though I've never seen one before. So this particular evening, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the prettiest sunset I've ever seen. Which, of course, I say that every time I see a sunset. But I'm saying that. And then all of a sudden, I caught myself. And I was like, Ellie, calm down a little bit. There's boys they're going to think you're dramatic and annoying. So calm down. And that's where I then chose to stop caring about that little kind of silly thing that I care about and chose to then care about these boys. And I literally, I'm kind of embarrassed to share this, (laughs) that I cared about boys. But I guess in in that case I did. And I think it is relatable and all the time, maybe it isn't just boys, but we let other people's opinions on us caring about something stop us from caring about what we really wanted to care about. And it's just, it's ironic because in my efforts to then pretend I didn't care about the sunset, I then just started caring so much about the wrong thing, about what these boys thought. And okay, real quick, I want to talk about boys and how often girls, I think, do want to hide how much they care about something, hide their emotion. And I don't want to stereotype boys and I don't want to stereotype girls. But I have noticed that, okay, you look at like boy action movies and stuff. The girl in it is this kind of stereotypical cool girl that No one knows what's going on inside her head. She doesn't care. Like, she doesn't um, have all these emotions of laughing and, like, getting excited about things. She doesn't care about anyone. She just, like, kills bad guys and just doesn't care about life. And I think girls want to be that. Like, at school, you look around and you see all these girls trying to be this, like, cool girl in the background. And it's so... It's so sad to me, and I've obviously I've done it. I found myself trying to be like cool when and chill when the fact is I'm not a chill girl. I'm <laughs> I'm an emotional girl, and I think that's I think that's actually great. I'm not embarrassed about that anymore. I love being dramatic about those random things. I love being dramatic about the sunset because it makes me happy, and I love being dramatic about seeing my friends at school because it makes me happy. And that's not something to be embarrassed about. 
one time this girl I follow got a PR box from Kim Kardashian. It's one of those like chocolate hearts with the perfume in it. I'm sure a lot of you know what I'm talking about. And she was like, oh my gosh, and was excited and put it on her story because that's, you know, she got a PR package from Kim Kardashian and multiple guys replied being like, calm down. Like it's just chocolate. And she then just replied something like, okay, well, what if you got a box of chocolate from Tom Brady? And I thought to myself, that's so true. If a guy got a freaking box of chocolate from Tom Brady, he'd be jumping up and down, running around the hallways. And we would be happy for him. We, At least I would. But I think they sometimes we feel like we need to be this chill, cool girl and that caring and having emotion makes us not cool and that then it's basic if we get excited about things and it's embarrassing it's almost like a weakness to care which is so sad and I'm just trying to not let my priorities of what I care about get all mixed up I'm gonna care about what I want to care about Um, in school, I've been called a goody two-shoes ever since kindergarten, which to be fair, I guess I am one. I wouldn't call myself a teacher's pet, but I do care, yeah, what my teachers think about me. I hope that they think I'm good, a good student, that they know that I respect them and they respect, I hope they respect me. I raise my hand and I ask questions and I discuss things. I care that they think I'm a good student. So I guess, yeah, I'm a goody two-shoes. But people then would call me a goody two-shoes. And not as much anymore, but just joke around and say I'm trying too hard and whatever. And sometimes I'd catch myself for a second caring about what my classmates thought. But in the long run, I'm act- this is something that I actually think I have done a good job about. Because I chose to care about my teachers. And it was cool to care about my teachers and my classes. But then I was too cool to care about my classmates. Because who cares about them in the long run? Like, it doesn't matter who cares. I was talking about this with my sister Sadie. And she was saying how in 8th grade she ran track. And... There would be days where they had to run a mile, but they were given like 15 minutes or something. So you could walk it if you wanted. But she would run it because she needed to get better. I don't know. And so she'd run it. And there were these girls who would walk it every single time and they would call Sadie to try hard. Why are you trying so hard, Sadie? Like, it's so embarrassing. Stop being a try hard. She's like, well, yeah, I'm trying to run and like practice and get better and I could walk if I wanted but and if you want to walk fine like that's totally fine but I think like any eighth grader girl would she's then started to care about those girls and stopped wanting to run the mile because she didn't want to come across as she's trying too hard but it's like again it's just care about what you want to care about run that mile you want to run and care about your teachers if you want to care about your teachers 
When it comes to navigating social media, I have struggled a bit. Because I, honestly, I love taking videos, editing videos, taking photos, and just that's like, it's a creative space for me. I love it. I love coming up with captions, but then I often find myself thinking, wait, is everyone going to get this caption? I'm like being sarcastic. I'm saying a joke, but maybe people are not going to get it and think I'm serious and then think I'm weird. Maybe people are thinking I'm trying to be an influencer or that I'm self-obsessed or just I already have like two pictures on my Instagram story. Maybe this other one is too many and people are going to get annoyed. And I find myself caring so much about those people, their opinions, instead of just letting myself say, okay, well, I care about posting because I think it's fun. I care about that. I enjoy it. And why can't, why do I struggle so much with ignoring what other people care about what I care about, you know? So I'm working on all of that, but these are all kind of little things in our life. And I think it, you know, it can be easy to now just work on them one by one to stop caring about what these people think about what you're posting on social media. But where it gets a little harder is in these bigger scenarios where let's say someone is being mean. Maybe they're like spreading rumors or lies and they're just being mean and they've hurt your feelings. You've done what you could to fix a situation and maybe fixing the situation meant you confronted them about it and said, hey, bro, what the heck? Or maybe you knew that confronting them would just add to the drama and they would somehow turn it around and whatever. So either way, or maybe you had to say sorry because part of it was on you. I don't know. But either way, now you feel kind of helpless. There's nothing else you can do to fix the situation, but you still care about it. They're still being rude. They never apologized, or maybe they're still spreading rumors and lies and talking bad about you. So what do you do here? How do you stop caring? I was kind of dealing with the situation. A girl was talking bad about me. And thankfully, she lives in another state. So I don't like see her that often. I don't even know her super well. So how she's finding things to then talk bad about me about. And I don't know. I truly don't know. It's really weird. But I found out she was talking bad about me. And how... I just know that I couldn't do anything to, I couldn't talk to her. I would just make it worse. She'd, if she has stuff to talk about or tell people about me living in a different state and that's not even talking, if I then talk to her about it, she would then totally, of course, be able to make that into a rumor. So I just felt helpless. And I said to my therapist, I know it like doesn't matter. And I know I shouldn't care. But I do. It hurts. I don't want people thinking poorly about me. 
and I find myself like talking to my sisters all the time. Oh, I just heard that she like said this and whatever. And we talk about it all the time. And that's when my therapist said something really interesting. She said, Ellie, I get that you care. That's totally normal. But after you say it once to your sisters or your friends, you don't have to keep talking about it anymore. And she, because you're right, there is nothing else you can do to fix a situation. But if you keep just sitting in it and talking about it all the time, that's not going to fix it. And that like blew my mind because that's so true all the time. I mean, yeah, I vent sometimes and I'm like, yeah, she did this. It's annoying. And I think that's okay. That's one thing. But yeah, I'm just dwelling in it and bringing it up all the time. I'm just talking it out into becoming this bigger deal, a bigger deal than it has to be. And if we keep caring about these things that are out of our control or negative, we're losing space in our minds and in our hearts or just energy to care about the things that we should care about, the positive things or the people we should love, just any of those things that would build us up. Today's takeaway is going to be a goal, a little challenge to, if you're listening to this at night, then make it a challenge for tomorrow. And if you're listening to this in the morning, make it a challenge for the rest of the day to find a little positive thing to care about. It really can be anything. It can be just letting yourself get excited about seeing your friends at their sunset or caring about the fact that you have clean sheets, whatever it is. And then if you find yourself seeing and experiencing a little annoying thing, like getting a parking spot in the back of the parking lot, don't be minding yourself for recognizing it. But now instead of saying, ugh, this freaking parking spot, just say, okay, another 10 yards to walk. Who cares? And hopefully... After you do it once, it will become a habit and we can keep working on it. But I know that I've been working on it for a while now and I still sometimes get it mixed up of when I need to care and when I need to not care. But, you know, it's just one step at a time uh, to become this better version of ourselves, our own that girl. I still don't have a tagline or anything to end it with. But I will just end this episode saying that I'm thankful for all of you and I hope you have a really great rest of your week. Bye.